Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. If you have your Bibles and want to follow along with the reading this morning, I want to turn to Luke's Gospel, chapter 16. Luke's Gospel, chapter 16, starting with verse 19, and then we'll read the rest of the chapter. I've been wanting to go to the Old Testament. I tell you, I, I love the Old Testament. I love preaching out of the Old Testament. But the Lord has not really given us anything over there. So I know we've been preaching out of the New Testament for quite a while. But we'll just have to preach where God, what God puts upon our hearts to preach upon. And uh, we'll look at this, this passage of Scripture here. Lord, help us. It said here, <clears throat> I play close attention to the reading. It said there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and he fared sumptuously every day and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table moreover the dogs came and licked his sores and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame but Abraham said son remember O my lands remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things likewise Lazarus evil things but he is now comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send me to my father's house. Send him to my father's house. That I might I have five brethren. That he may testify to them. Lest they also come to this place of torment. And Abraham said unto him. They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said nay. Father Abraham, 
But if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning that we have our Bibles, Lord, in front of us today, God. That we're able to open up Thy Word, Lord, of truth today and look into these words of Jesus Christ, our Savior. The letters that are written in red here this morning come from the divine Son of God. And we pray, Lord, that here that Jesus give us a warning. He gives us a reality today, Lord, uh, to see exactly what happens uh, when what someone dies, God. So we pray this morning and ask for your mercy and your grace and your guidance and your help. Bring realize, Lord, that without you we can never preach anything, Lord, that's into the book of life today. So we ask God for your help. Be with us for a few minutes, Lord. As we look into thy word, God, stir our hearts. Awaken us, Lord, for to where we're at today, Lord. And may God this word sink into our hearts and our minds today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I tell you this morning, if I was going to title this message, I would title it, What Happens When You Take Your Last Breath? What's going to happen to you? Amen. I tell you this morning, this is so sobering. It's such a reality today. <clears throat> the subject of hell. The subject of eternal punishment. Huh? Is the churches has got away from this preaching. It's not a popular message this morning uh, about hell and, and where the damned of those that are lost go. Huh? But we have to preach the whole counsel of God, huh? We got to preach the truths that are in this word, huh? We got to bring forth the scriptures, huh? That the Lord has given us. Christ, I tell you this morning, I, I told these Jews, these people today, He warned them, huh? About a devil's hell that burneth with fire and brimstone, huh? I tell you what, did Jesus preach and He taught and He mentioned hell more than any prophet, more than any preacher, more than any uh, disciple in the Bible, huh? He mentioned it. He warned man, huh? I want to tell you something. It's a real place, huh? It is a real place where the lost go. If it wasn't, Jesus would have told us this this morning. That's right. Amen. And I tell you what, uh, you know, nobody wants to hear about this. Nobody wants to really uh, uh, hear about what happens. I tell you, my friend, but if God will help us just for a few minutes, huh? just for a short period of time, huh? we'll try to look at this truth. I tell you, I think about it and it just stirs my heart. And I tell you what brought this message up. I preached on this a few years ago. I didn't have a lot of knowledge yet, like I, a little bit more that I got now. But I was tell you, I was sick a week ago, huh? I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was sick and and, and I couldn't uh, hardly drink anything, and, and I uh, and everything. I, I was so dry and I was so thirsty, and I was laying there on the couch and 
And I wanted to take a drink of water so bad. I just wanted to grab a bottle of water and tip it up, huh? And drink it down. But my stomach couldn't handle it, huh? And my tongue was so thick, huh? I was so dry. What happened? I dehydrated. And anyway, uh, I'd take a little tiny sip of that water huh, on my tongue. It would help me. Huh? seemed like it relieved me for a few minutes. And if I thought about Lazarus, or I thought about the rich man, when he was in hell and in torment, he wanted to drop on his tongue. Let's take a look at this scripture here this morning. It said here in the first in the 19th verse, he said there was a certain rich man. I want to tell you something this morning. This said there could have been, there might have been, or there may have been, huh? But Jesus said there was. Huh? He said there was a certain rich man. You know what that tells us this morning? It's a true story. Huh? It's not a fantasy. It's not just a story made up. But it's reality this morning. Huh? He said there was. Remember those scriptures. A certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and he fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores. Amen. So we have here uh, this morning, let me go down to the next verse here, and, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table wherever the dogs came and licked his sores. Now, the analysis I want to try to give you this morning is the difference between these two men. This rich man, I want to tell you something, he had everything the world could put out. He was very rich. Huh? There's not much said about him. The Scripture don't even give, him, give us his name. Huh? But we know that he was very rich. We know that he had five brothers, brothers, and he was probably the oldest, is what I'm thinking. And I might be wrong. But the way the scripture reads, I believe he was the oldest. Six of these six boys. But anyway, he was very rich. Huh? He had the finest clothes that there was to be had in Bible times. He was clothed in purple. Purple was fine clothing and royalty back in Bible times. And it said he fared sumptuously every day. Huh? I'm telling you this morning, huh? he ate good. He ate the finest food that there was. Anything his heart, listen, could desire. Huh? Anything he wanted. Anything he wanted in this life. He could have it. He had the money and the goods to supply it and get it. He was rich. He was a businessman. Huh? He had influence. He had connections. Huh? He had avenues. Huh? And he also had this mansion. Huh? On the hill. This is just my analysis. It's not in the Bible. When I think of a rich man, I think of his home. Uh, 
Look at the homes of these millionaires today and these billionaires in this country. Huh? You take a look at their houses, you can look at them on the internet, shows them, and, and, and they're just massive mansions. Gated communities. Iron gates. Iron fences. Nobody's getting in. Security everywhere. This is what the rich man had. Huh? Uh, he, didn't, we don't have, he didn't have the electronics and everything we got now, but he had servants. He had people protecting his property and his land. And he had a gate. Because huh? that's where Lazarus laid. He laid at the foot of his gate. Huh? Amen. He had it all. He had it all. I'm going to tell you something this morning. As we go on in this story, none of that was wrong. Huh? Being rich is not a sin. Having, having things in this life is not a sin. Being wealthy is not a sin. Huh? Abraham was very rich. Probably one of the richest men in the Bible. God blessed him. And give him all the material goods. Huh? We'll find out here later what happened. And then we take a look. Huh? So we now we see this rich man, huh? And all that he possesses and all that he has. And now we look at the, the poor beggar, Lazarus. Huh? I tell you, Lazarus was in bad shape. Huh? Lazarus had a skin disease. I don't know if it was leprosy or what it was. It might not have been. It could have been. I don't know what his problem was. But it said he was full of sores. There were sores on the outside of his body. Huh? This was one of his physical conditions that he had on the outside. Hard telling what he had on the inside. Huh? The physical suffering that he was going through on the, on the inside of him. Whatever problems he had. Huh? But I'll tell you the scripture said that he was poor and he was weak and he was sickly and he couldn't provide for himself. Huh? He couldn't make a living. And the scripture said he was laid. Somebody carried him to the rich man's gate and laid him down. Huh? That's the way I see it this morning. Laid him down there because the rich man had plenty. The rich man had crumbs, scraps, garbage that they never ate, that was never eaten. What his dogs didn't eat, huh? Come down to the end of the gate and went to Lazarus. And this was Lazarus' desire, my friend. This was Lazarus, huh? He laid there full of sores, huh? And he was in pitiful shape. Huh? And he could not do anything in this life huh, to help himself. And he lay there at the, at the rich man's gate. And the rich man's dogs huh, came out, my friend. It said in the scripture, and licked his sores. Huh? I want you to look how pitiful he was in. In the shape he was in. And he laid there. Now something happens in these next verses here. 
Verse 22, And it said it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into, uh, into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. Huh? So now, huh? So now it comes to the natural thing in life. And that is death. Huh? The Scripture said it's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. Huh? And death has came huh, to both men. Lazarus came first and then the rich man. Huh? They both died. And I want to tell you something, church, this morning. Huh? You and I are going the same route. Huh? We're going the same way unless Jesus Christ comes back in our lifetime, death is surely going to take us out of this world. Huh? We're not going to escape it. Huh? It's happening. It's going to happen. And it happened to these two men. Amen. I tell you, I thought about this. Huh? Poor old Lazarus, he never had nothing in this world. Huh? As far as the world's goods goes, he never had anything. He was just a poor beggar, huh? And I'll tell you what they done. They had to carry him out somewhere. i tell you, my friend. And they dug a hole. And they just dropped him in there. And they had to bury him so the animals wouldn't get to him. But that's all he had, huh? They just dropped him, dug a hole and dropped him in it. And he was done. Huh? But the rich man, my friend... They had a big funeral, huh? I tell you, he was wealthy in the community and all across the land. He had many friends, many rich friends, many, many uh, uh, family members, huh? Many executives, huh? I tell you, they had a big funeral and a big parade for him, huh? And they and they paraded his body, his casket down the street, huh? And took him wherever they buried him, my friend. I tell you, the whole city, huh? Seen it and do it. The whole country, the whole countryside. Yeah, I'm sure that he had an elaborate funeral and the best of everything, huh? And to sit here, my friend, up death has came, huh? This physical death, huh? Of the body. That's what it is. It's a physical death of the body, and that's all it is. The soul lives forever. Amen. The soul goes on. And here's what it said here. It said that it came to pass, the beggar died and was carried uh, by the angels into Abraham's bosom. You know what that means? Huh? He was carried up in paradise. That was Abraham's bosom to the Jews was what paradise was. It was where uh, uh, the, the Jews that believed in God and followed His commandments, they were carried up into paradise in Abraham's bosom. Huh? I want to tell you something. Lazarus never had nothing. Lazarus was sick. He was sick. Huh? But I'll tell you what he had. He had God. Huh? He believed the commandments. Huh? He believed Moses and the prophets and he followed what he could. He believed in God. How do you see what I'm saying this morning? It don't matter. Hey, believing in Christ is the main thing. Huh? 
He believed in God. Huh? He couldn't help his condition he was in. Huh? But down in his soul, my friend, he was rich. <laughs> he had huh, what, what the world can't possess, Lord. And had he had it. Huh? He went on up to heaven. And he was in Abraham's bosom. It said here, it said here, and the rich man died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Huh? Amen. Abraham's bosom. Lazarus was up there and the rich man went to hell. Amen. I'll tell you something this morning. Let me read this to you. Here. It was a beautiful place. Amen. I lost my thing. But anyway, it said here, the rich man lifted up his eyes, and he was in hell. He had all his senses, the five human senses he had. He had his sight, he could hear, he could smell, he could taste, he could touch. And one of the worst things for the lost is knowing that they missed heaven and cannot change anything now. It's fixed. No changing. He also had his memory and he remembered all the things of his life. This will be another curse on his life in hell. At the times turning down God's grace and living for self and all the desires that he wants of flesh. Now here he is, my friend, in this place called hell. Uh, and he's in this torment. And I want to tell you something. This is the most scariest. I tell you, the, the, the devil has fought me on this message. For some reason, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I tell you, I've just been weak the last couple of days knowing what I was going to preach on. But I want to tell you something. I want to bring it out to reality. Amen. There's a hell. There's a devil. The hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. Huh? But man huh, has rejected God. And that's where they're going. Amen. They don't believe. I want to get into that in a minute. But he said he was down there and he was tormented in these flames. huh? And he was so thirsty. huh? He wanted to drop of water. huh? He was tormented. I want to tell you something. I don't know what's all in hell. I haven't really studied it that much. But I tell you, it's a place that burneth with fire and brimstone. Huh? It's a place huh, uh, that where the flames die not, they don't go out. It's a place where men are burned, but they are not consumed. Huh? I tell you, it's a place that said, the Scripture said, where the worm dies not. Huh? It's a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Huh? I tell you, that, that is so sickening just to hear. It's a place... Where there's so much pain, huh? There's so much torment, huh? That the people in hell gnash on their teeth. They grind 
time, it's the awfulest place man could go. Huh? We don't want to ever, ever wish anybody to go to hell. I tell you, it's not even entered in our minds. We heard stories about people who supposed to went there, had a dream they went there, or, or some whatever. I don't know how much that is true. And they come back and try to describe what it was like. Uh, I tell you, I think it's a little bit like, it's going to be hard to describe what heaven's like. It's going to be hard to describe what hell's like too. Huh? I'm going to tell you, that's something that God keeps from us. Uh, listen, huh? he, went, well, he don't want to show us what hell's like. I tell you, Amen. And this, and this, I'll tell you another thing too. You don't scare anybody into heaven. Huh? You don't scare anybody into heaven. Huh? Heaven. To get to heaven, it comes by faith. It comes by believing. That's right. Amen. And trusting in the Lord and believing in his word. It said here, and he said, and he said, uh, my father Abraham, have mercy upon me. He got to see you. I tell you, this scripture is just. It's so different than anything else, huh? Christ is showing us what's taken place. He was able to look up somehow across this great gulf and see Lazarus in his condition and where he was at. He said, he said here, have mercy on me. Huh? I tell you, have mercy. He's crying out for mercy now. He's asking for help. And he said, here, send Lazarus that he might dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame I want to tell you something think about this the rich man in this world in this life where he died he had everything huh? and Lazarus never had nothing huh? and now listen think about the contrast now he's asking uh, that Lazarus would just take his finger like Frank and dip it in water that old scummy dirty finger of Lazarus that scraped his sores and everything. He wanted him to touch his tongue to relieve He's looking for relief. And there's none to be found. Huh? I can't find it. There's no relief. He's looking for relief. That's another thing about, another thing about the torments of hell. Huh? There's no turning back. Huh? There's no turning. It's over with. It's over with. Forever and ever in the lake of fire. And then, then Abraham, i got to get through here. And Abraham, but Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime. And thou receivest the good things, and likewise Lazarus the evil things. But he is now comforted, and thou art tormented. Huh? See the change this morning? Huh? See the change in life after death? Huh? You see what happens uh, this morning? I tell you, for one that is saved, I tell you, our family and our loved ones are already over in heaven. And we've got assurance of that in our hearts. Hallelujah. And I tell you, they're comforted. Huh? They're with Christ huh? in His bosom. Praise God. They're comforted. Huh? They're in the joys of heaven. The song we sung about this morning, it said they overcome sin and the tempter. And now, hallelujah, they're in glory with Christ. Amen. Praise God forever. He said, you remember your lifetime? 
Huh? You had all the good things. Huh? You had everything your heart would desire. Huh? You had everything that you wanted for this flesh to please you, huh? To please your eyes, to please your sight, to please your feelings, huh? To please your body, huh? Everything you had you wanted you had in this life. And not only that, you had the best of everything. Huh? I want to tell you something. This morning, it never said anything in here that the rich man was mean to Lazarus. Matter of fact, he made sure that Lazarus had crumbs and scraps to feed upon. So that was not his sin. Being rich, huh? I don't know. He felt a little bit that he had an obligation that Lazarus, he kind of overseed Lazarus in his life, kind of overseed him. He thought he needed the favor return. I don't know. I don't know how it was, but I'll tell you what his sin was, huh? It said here. His sin was unbelief. Uh, <clears throat> I want to tell you this morning, and this is true, believe it or not, huh? the majority of the people huh, in the world are going to hell, huh? are on their way to hell because of unbelief. Huh? They just don't believe it. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in Scripture. Oh, oh, yeah. They believe of Jesus. huh? They, they know that, you know, they hear that story. They believe of it. But they don't believe in Jesus. Huh? I tell you what, it says right here. Let me read real quick, huh? Listen to this. I tell you, it always goes back to this. Amen. It said here, huh? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish. What does that mean? Some, something's happening here. Men are going to perish. Huh? That's why Jesus, here it is in red again, that men shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to, be, to condemn the world, but the world through Him might be saved. He, listen to this, here it is. He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, huh? Because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Do you understand what that's saying, huh? Hallelujah. If they don't believe in Jesus, that's commitment. I want to tell you, who's going to heaven is those that have believed in Him and that they're saved and born again of the Spirit and their life is changed. Listen to me this morning. Something's happened and they believe in Christ and they're going to serve Him. Huh? With all their heart. There's a change in commitment. Huh? And those who believe not, huh? They not committed their life to Christ. I want to get right down to where it is this morning. Huh? You either believe in Christ and you follow Him and you walk with Him and you give your life to Him and you surrender to Him and you're walking down the heavenly road or you don't believe in Him and your life don't match up. Huh? I 
Dante, I went to funerals. Huh? I went to funerals and went to showings. And I knew the, the people, how they lived their lives. And you kind of go there, huh? To comfort the family, you know, and you're there with the family, huh? And you're and you're somehow you're associated with the family, whatever it might be, maybe friends, maybe neighbors, or whatever it is. And you go there to comfort them and talk to them, and you and you show up with your uh, appearance, huh? And you talk to them for a while, and you tell them their, you know, how bad you feel for for what had happened to their loved ones, huh? And they'll say, huh? I know I shouldn't say this, but it's true. They'll say. They're in a better place now. Huh? They're not suffering no more. Huh? They're all right now. All that physical pain and everything they were suffering, they're not suffering it now. I want to tell you something. Huh? The scripture said, Jesus said this morning, huh? Where the lost go? And what happens? Huh? Where they end up? Huh? I want to tell you something. Some of those people were lost. Never even went to church. Never professed Christ. Huh? Never had no fruits of any righteousness whatsoever. Huh? And lost. And I tell you, went into hell. I tell you, into eternity lost without God. I want to tell you something a few weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Huh? And just down the street from me, one block to the east. Huh? It was about 10 o'clock in the morning. Huh? And uh, then I see, I heard the ambulance, and I heard the police, and they come down just a block east of me, and I didn't know what was going on, and I found out later what had happened. Guy's about 53 years old, maybe 54, huh? Died of an overdose. Died of an overdose. Huh? Found out later. When I leave the house, I usually park this way, and I'll come around this way and go by the church and go up through town or if I'm on this side I'll go around and go past that house listen to me every time I went past that house I thought of him listen listen how do you know this Mark are you just making this up or what I'm just going right off the scriptures huh I'm just going right off of what I read huh every time I'd go by his house I'd think about him in hell I think think about him in the place of eternal punishment of the damn. I'm gonna tell you, I'm not the judge. Huh? That's where he went. Huh? He never had Christ as a savior. People are dying every day, huh? I don't know how many people this morning has died, huh, without God and has went to hell. I know this is not a popular subject, huh? But it's true. It's real. I want you to hear it this morning. I tell you to encourage us and help us. See where our love, family and loved ones that are lost this morning. I got family and loved ones that are lost. Huh? They're not ready for their death. They're not ready for Christ's coming. Huh? And he said here, he said here that uh, And then Abraham said, The son remembers not a lot in the lifetime. And he said, Here, but but and besides all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. So they that which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass uh, they pass to us that would come from hence. Huh? So that 
Jesus said that it was fixed and it was over with. Huh? There was no changing. It was done. There was no reversing huh? for the rich man. I want to tell you something. They're preaching another religion. They're preaching another gospel today huh? that says once you die, you're going to get another chance. I want to tell you something. It's not Scripture. huh? It's false teaching. And people holding on to that. There's people that believe in that. They believe that they die today, huh? That somehow they'll get another chance, huh? To get to make it right with God. I want to tell you something, church. You only get one chance, one time, and that's this life. And that's all there is. One chance. If you can't get it right in this life, huh? You're not going to have a chance to get it right in the next. I want to taste. I know this is hard preaching, but it's true. Huh? It's true. Huh? He said their golf is fixed. Huh? Nobody's going anywhere. We can't come down to you, and you can't come up to us. Huh? And then look what he said here. And we're about done. I got to quit. He said, and he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou would send us him to my father's house. Huh? For I have five brothers. I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Now listen, my friend. Somehow in this conversation, somehow in this disputing back and forth, I'll tell you, the rich man realized that it was said that his life was going to be in hell forever. And I'll tell you, he thought about his family. He thought about his rich brothers. Just like he was. Huh? I tell you, he was burdened. He thought about them coming to this awful place. Huh? Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. I believe this morning that he was the oldest. Huh? I believe that he had the influence on his younger brothers. Huh? That he, he was the businessman. Huh? And, he, and he set his brothers up and he taught them this business. And they become rich just like him. Huh? And they lived just like him. They had everything he had. And he looked at his brothers. Huh? And he said, oh no, Abraham. They're lost. They're going to come to this place. Huh? Send Lazarus down there. Huh? Have Lazarus to come and preach to them. Huh? I tell you, I said here, huh? That uh, uh, Abraham said here, huh? Father Abraham said uh, to him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said to him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Huh? Do you get that this morning? Huh? Think about that. Huh? He just thought if he sent Lazarus, they knew Lazarus. They knew who Lazarus was. His brothers knew him. Huh? But they said if he would send him, the rich man, down to his brothers, huh? And he come up and rose from the dead. And he went down and testified and witnessed to him that his oldest brother, this one, this rich man we're preaching about this morning, is in hell and in torment, huh? That they would get saved and repent. And, and Abraham said it's not happening. It's not going to happen. Huh? 
I want to tell you something, my friend. We have a story in the Scriptures. Huh? Jesus, huh? You remember that Lazarus was dead for four days, another Lazarus? Huh? And Jesus went down there and raised Lazarus from the dead. Listen! Huh? True story! He raised him from the dead. And the Jews were there. And they witnessed it. They seen him come up out of the ground. Huh? Some believed it. Huh? Some strengthened that. They strengthened their faith. I tell you, but the Jews believed not. Huh? They wanted to kill Jesus and the, and the disciples after that. Huh? So we have a witness. Huh? Even though one rose from the dead. Huh? And they had the witness of Lazarus. Right before them. Standing right before a man that was dead just, just for four days. Now's the life standing in front of them. And they still didn't believe in Christ. Huh? I tell you, this comes down to faith. How many people have you witnessed to? How many people have I witnessed to? How many people have we invited to church? Huh? Tell them they need to like for them to come to church, huh? God can change their lives, huh? And yeah, they can become a new person in Christ Jesus, huh? And have a new life, huh? And old things pass away. And old things become new. How many times have we witnessed to them, huh? But yet they refuse to give Jesus Christ their life. Huh? Because they don't believe. Huh? They don't believe in this story, in this book here this morning. Huh? It's reality. Huh? He said here, if they don't believe... Not Moses and the prophets. Neither will they believe if one rose from the dead. It's all in the book this morning. It's all about believing. Huh? I believe that hell will have more unbelievers than it will be idolaters, homosexuals, drunkards, liars, huh? all those other wicked people Unbelievers, and number I believe will be at the top of the list. Amen. But hallelujah. Thank God this morning. Huh? When I get to looking at these stories, the story, get thinking about this, you know what it does to me? It makes me appreciate more my salvation. It makes me appreciate more God's mercy and His grace. That he has shed on you and I, huh? That believe, huh? Hallelujah. We're in this church this morning, huh? And we're not here because of fame or we just can't decide to come or something. Something happened to us, huh? Something, something happened to us in our hearts and in our life. And we want to be in God's house. We want to worship him. We want to praise him, huh? We want to serve him, huh? Thank God we're saved today. And our destiny, my friend, is heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. There's nothing better than that. Praise the Lord. Give Him your life. huh? Be a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm done. Amen. It's reality today. Hold your loved ones, people you know and care for, people you work with.
pray for them. I tell you, my, I think about it. I got some good neighbors. Huh? I got some of the best neighbors living around me. Huh? Good people. I tell you, they do anything for you. Huh? I'm so glad that they're my neighbors. Huh? Because they're just decent, down-to-earth people. Huh? But the majority of them are lost. They don't know Jesus. Huh? They now believe it. They believe of Him, but they don't believe in Him. And they're lost. Amen. I'm not condemning them. I don't want to condemn them. I want to pray for them. Huh? That they'll get in and get saved. But the reality of this is, the reality of it all is, those who are not saved are going to this place. They're headed to this place called hell. And that's just the way it is. You and I can't reverse it or change it or whatever. It's already set and fixed. Amen. All you, can, you and I can do is be a witness and a testimony huh? and, and, a, and an intermediary between them and God and pray for them. Hopefully they'll hear the word of God and believe it.